Hey, family. How you living? How you walking? And I hope your answer is I'm living by faith and I'm walking by faith because it's the only way to please God. For he has dealt unto every man the measure of faith. He has called all of us to live by faith. Amen. So we thank you again for for, um, joining in to another episode of The Faith Life. I'm your host, Curtis D. Young, and I'm so delighted to have this opportunity to bring forth the word and just continue continue tonight in the subject we've been talking about is the joy of the Lord. And we just thank God for his joy that he's given us in Christ Jesus. And we um, said and we said joy was a having a hopeful outlook in the midst of adverse and challenging situations. The joy of the Lord is the gladness of heart that comes from knowing God, abiding in Christ, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. And Romans 4, 17 says, for the kingdom of God, because we're born again into, uh, into the kingdom of God, and we allow the, the Holy Spirit to use us to express and, 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 demonstrate, and, and demonstrate the kingdom of God here upon earth. God desires his will to be done on nowadays on earth as it is in heaven. And we are the children of the, of the king of the king, the most high king of kings. And he wants us to express the kingdom of God ways here in this earth. And he says here in Romans 4, 17, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And we have received this joy from the Lord. And, and, and he wants us to live out. <laughs> and express this joy greatly in the earth to um, lift the spirit of heaviness off of other people in this life. So they too can experience this joyous life that God has made available to all in Christ Jesus. So God wants us to have entire dependence upon the power of the Holy Spirit to do this because it is it is the true way to promote us in, in a joy which even angels themselves may envy, <laughs> okay? But this joy is powerful. The joy of the Lord is powerful. And it gives and it keeps us hopeful and keeps us positive and keeps us cheerful in, 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 in this life. And when people see us even going through, know that we may be going through some challenges, situations, or we may be experiencing persecution, but we still have a joyous outlook. We still are treating people with kindness. We're still praying for those who are treating us wrong, you know, and and, and that's showing the the peculiar the peculiar aspect of a believer. God said we call we we call we're part of a holy nation, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We're a peculiar people. See, we we're different. We call it out, and and, and God wants to use us to show peace in the earth, to demonstrate and to be an expression of the kingdom of God that will draw people out of darkness into the marvelous light. Of, of their of their of his dear son Jesus Christ as well. Okay, so joy is powerful. We are who are in Christ. We have this joy because we are in Him. Christ's joy becomes our joy. And He said, the, and we know, you know, the and the, and the Word of God is what produces um, that joy in us. That's why we have to abide in the Word. Scripture says, and the Word abide in us, and we shall produce. <laughs> okay, that joy shall. That joy show over begin to overflow out of our lives into other people's lives as well. He said, "The life of the godly is full of light and joy." 
Our lives are to, are to be full of light and of joy, light of Christ. And the joy of Christ should be evident in our lives as we are believe as we are, are, are called to as we are believers, we should be expressing that joy and that light of Christ, because we, because Christ, wherever He went, He was anointed. He was He was anointed by God, and the, the power of the Holy Spirit uh, uh, was in Him, and and it, and He He went everywhere doing good, healing people, delivering people, and that's what He's called us to do—to set people free, set captives free. But it's Him in us doing it through us to make that happen. And we have to allow ourselves to do as he did, because he said, you're going to do greater works than I even did in the earth. That's what he said in John 14, 12. He said, we got to believe and we got to understand he's in us. He, he came to take a bow in us in the person of the Holy Spirit. And he said, you're going to do great works. I'm going to do great works through you. So we have to understand that the Lord wants us to do the same thing he did when he was upon the earth, going to and fro. Proclaiming this gospel, demonstrating this gospel. And he says, signs of wonders to follow us who believe. Okay. Christian people should be happy people. <laughs> we should not be sad. We should be joyous. Okay. And nobody going to be attracted to the body of Christ and being caught out of the life they live in if, if, if we ref reflecting sadness <laughs> and acting like people of no hope. When we have, we have, when we have the children of the most high, God himself. You know, and has his power. And we know this word. <laughs> and no matter what trials and tribulations we, we deal with in this earth, we know that all things work together for the good. <laughs> and we know that even though we walk through the shadow of the valley of death, we know nothing's going to overcome us. He said, in me, you got peace. And we have to live as if we are victorious. He said, he's made us more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. So we got to walk with, walk with authority and walk, with the, and walk in the joy of the Lord upon this earth. So people will see and know that there is God. And God loves them. And God wants them to experience the good life that we are supposed to be expressing in the earth, the goodness of the Lord. Okay. So every precept in God's word is a signpost pointing out the road to joy. Every the word of God, I love the word of God. And, and Psalms 119, 105 says the word is a lamp, okay, unto um, our feet. And is a light unto our path. That say that the word of God points. It's a signpost, signpost pointing out the road to joy. God's way, God's way of doing things and, and the path He has us on is always the right path and always a good path. And He said, while you're upon that path, you depend upon the Lord. You depend upon His strength. You depend upon His joy, and 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 keep the to help you keep focus and allow Him to be expressed, um, in you and through you. He says. Uh, the word is a lamp unto my feet. You know the word will light up your path and keep you directed right in the midst of darkness. The word will light up that path and, and you will be assured that you are walking in the way that God is leading you. Okay, and in verse 133, Psalms 119 says, guide my steps by your word, Lord. As we, we, we should, the word of God is what we live by. And what Christ says, you got to live by. Can't live by bread alone. Can't be lived by your natural instincts, your natural abilities, but by the word of God. You are called to live. We are called to live. And we should be wanting God to lead us <laughs> according to his word. So because we don't choose ways that seem right, we choose the way that is right because the Holy Spirit will show us the way that is right. Because all the enemy will deceive you and make things look good, make paths look good, or tell you to experience this or experience that. And that's going to give you happiness. That's going to give you true joy. But he's leading you into destruction. That's what he's all about. He make he he put he presents ways that seem right, but they all lead to death and destruction.
Okay, so but when we are relied upon the power of God, the joy of the Lord in our lives and where we are open and receptive to the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us, we will be led on the right path and we will be victorious in all that we do. And we will live a life that is attractive (laughs) that will draw others um, to, to God. When Jesus Christ. is Christ's joy is in us, then we also have joy, okay? And, and, and we know it in, in uh, what, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. If any man be in Christ, okay? So we are in Christ. You're born again, we're in Christ, and Christ is in us. And we allow him to be expressed through us. And it says here that, <coughs> excuse me, that God is pleased with a person because he is pleased with Christ. Um, look, look at Matthew 17, 317. Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew 17, 5. Matthew 17, 5. And when this is this is something that Jesus, that God, Father God said about Jesus when he was upon the earth. In the fifth, 17th chapter of Matthew, in that fifth verse, it says, but even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them. That was that was on the Mount of Transfiguration. God, had, uh, the clouds had opened up. You had Moses appeared and Elijah appeared with Christ, and and Christ was transformed, transfigured right in, the, in this, uh, 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 right before the eyes of his disciples. He took up John, James, and and uh, Peter, and he says, uh, Peter exclaimed, "Lord, it's wonderful for us that we are here. If you want." I'll make three shelters and memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as Peter was speaking, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, this was God's voice, this is my dearly beloved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down. And on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them and um, get up. He said, "Don't be afraid." But the the key verse, the key um verse, I'll pull it out of there is in in the fifth verse when it says, "This is my when God said, this is my beloved son who brings me great joy." Listen to him. This is my beloved son who brings me great joy. So when we're born again in and we are in Christ, now we have a new nature. And we have the, the spirit of God is, dwells in us. Now we can, we have the, the ability to, to, uh, to joy, to have joy in the Lord at all times. And as we are joining the Lord, as the Lord is pleased with Christ, he is pleased with us. And we have to recognize us. When God looks at us, he sees his son, Christ. Christ covered us completely. He who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. So we are no longer looked down as sinners before God. We are saints. We are the children of the most high. We are. He is pleased with us just as he is pleased with Christ. He is pleased with us now that we abide in him. Okay, because he has covered us in righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank God for that. He says, so if God is pleased with Jesus, he is pleased with us. So we have to know that and recognize that. He said, in him, Acts 17, 28 says, in him, we live, we move, and we have our being. Okay, Christ is not dead, Christ is alive. He's alive in us. And in him, we live, we move, and have our being. 
And the Colossians 3 3 says, now that in this 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 new life, our life, the real life that we have acquired through Christ Jesus is hid in Christ. Christ, who is our life, is now our life. And and he's in the and scripture says that we're now we set our our affection upon him. It's all upon about him now, joining him, relying upon the um enjoying the presence of God in Christ Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. He said, our lives will produce fruit when we abide in the lord okay our lives will produce the fruit we talked about in john 15 chapter yesterday and we continue to kind of speak on that a little bit today because because when we transform we in christ we're a new creature now we begin to have the take on the nature of god by this word, <laughs> by us having a thirst and hunger for this word, this word begins to transform us and begins to renew our mind and transform us into the image of Christ, where we express the the the, the characteristics of God, the fruit of God, okay, which are the characteristics of God in the earth. Look, you can look at Galatians, um, that fifth chapter, Galatians the fifth chapter, and we're looking at. You can start with that. Um, 22nd, let me see, 22nd verse. All right. 22nd verse says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Okay. This is what the, the characteristics of God that are produced in our lives. And we, and we, and of course we're magnifying joy in this topic. So the Holy Spirit produces this joy <laughs> in our lives, okay, to 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 be and to be expressed and to have the impact that He's called us to have. And He said here, and also in Second Peter, Second Peter, look at that third. I mean that first that first chapter in Second Peter, and we look at. We can start with that. Uh, let's see what verse I want to start with the third verse. Here it talks about growing in, in faith and letting the characteristics of God be developed more and more in our lives. He say here that by his by God's divine power, he has given us everything we need to live a, a, a godly life. We have re uh, received all of this by coming to know him. OK, who the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable us to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of all this, he said here, make every effort to respond to God's promises. He said, and in doing so, when we allow the, the characteristics to, to develop, of God to develop in our lives to the point where they're being generally expressed and powerfully expressed through our lives, he says, make every effort to respond to God's promises. He says, supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge, growing in grace and knowledge of the word and knowledge with self-control. The word produces control, self-control, spiritual control, disciplines us. And he said, add to self-control, patience. It calls allow patience of trusting this word and believing this word, trusting this word, allowing it to have 
uh, uh, produce patience in our lives. That when we when we when we allow that patience to work in our lives, God is shaping us and molding us and conforming us through uh, any. Um, uh, uh, adverse situations in our lives that appear in our lives. God is using those situations to, to mold us and bring us um, to the fullness. Because <laughs> he said, after you allow if you allow patience to have his perfect work, he said, you're going to be in the end result of that situation. You're going to be entire. That means complete, lacking nothing. You're gonna <laughs> so God is good. He knows how to work everything together for the good of his people who would rejoice in him. He says, Continuing here, he says, and uh, add, add to patience, godliness. God, see, the godliness is developed when you're going through, when you when you're walking with God, and when, you, when you're walking in the um in the, in the joy of the Lord, and you're abiding in this word, you know, and you it, it, the 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 godliness is being produced in our lives, and godliness produces the the fruit. <laughs> it says with uh, it's expressed in brotherly affection, and brotherly affection um, is expressed with the love. That we have for one another. Okay. I tell you, this word is good. He says, the more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, but those, but those who fail to do, they don't develop, they don't grow, they, they they're short-sighted or they're blind, they easily can be deceived by the enemy. But God wants us to grow in, 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 in this word and, and grow in our relationship with Him. So he could continue to allow us to experience this good life of, 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 of honoring him and living for his glory in the earth. So others may be may see him and be drawn, see him in us and be drawn to him so they can experience this new transformed life that we are experiencing. All right. So he says here, are you a question I ask? Are you doing all you can for the Lord Jesus? Something to think about. Are you yielding any adequate return? Okay, because our lives should be producing. And when you stay connected to God, you abide in Him, He abides in you. In His Word, He said, Your life will produce fruit. So, you, 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 if you say you're a believer, then you should be, you should be actually uh, producing the fruit of God, of Christ, the light, the characteristics of God in the earth. Okay, because your apple tree only produces apples, orange tree only produces oranges. Okay, so if an apple tree <laughs> says it's an apple tree and it produces oranges, something wrong. <laughs> okay, so if you say you're a Christian, you should your our lives should be producing the, the the characteristics and the ways of God. All right, because that's how that's the proof. Okay, so you say if you ain't gonna believe me for the words I say, believe me for the works I do. All right, so that's what we gotta understand. Are you? This is the, we are to yield our lives to Him so that He can yield a return. OK, from us by using us to to draw others in. So we have received. He says we have received much from him. God has given us a lot. He said, because this is what just read in Peter. He's equipped us with every with every um, he's given us the, the divine nature, his divine nature. OK, he's, and the scripture talks about he's equipped us, every believer with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So we equipped. Okay, with everything we need to live this victorious life, given the gifts and abilities as well to do so. He says, so, so if so, your own joy shall be full at all times. We talked about in John. Some Christians have so little joy. Why is that? <laughs> because they are giving so little for the sake of Christ. 
and to Jesus. They not, they not, they're not giving, they're not giving the body to him as a living sacrifice. That's all he's, he asks us to do. I paid the price for you to experience this new life and this good life in me. I've called you to be fishers of man. You know, the joy that I'm expressing, developing in you, and allowing you to experience this, this good life in favor, a favor and blessing. And you should be spreading this good news. You should be you should be talking about the goodness of the Lord or let, be living out the goodness of the Lord. OK, to attract others. OK, he says, so so some Christians who are not experiencing um, this joy. It's because they they haven't given of themselves. They haven't submitted. They haven't committed wholeheartedly to him. Okay, as we talked about earlier, you got to give yourself wholly. He gave himself wholly. So we have to give ourselves wholly to him. If we want to see a difference in our lives. So the joy that which Jesus gives to his people is his own. Okay. Luke, um, Luke 10. Let's go to Luke 10. 20 and 21 Luke 10 21 10 20 says don't rejoice because of evil spirits obey you that's what Jesus was telling his disciples he has sent out his disciples you know he gave them the power and the ability to cast out demons and things of that nature and they was excited about it I mean it's exciting when you see in the the power of God, you know, moving our lives to come against the works of the enemy and setting people free. I mean, that's that, that, that's that's something to be happy about. But he don't want us getting caught up with, with, with uh, and rejoicing in that fact alone that we have the power to, to do certain things like that. He said, I want you to, number one, to rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. They're written in the book of life. Okay, then it says, at the same time, Jesus was filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so so the joy of the Lord, you know, we we rejoice because we are born again. We have a new life in Christ. That's what we ought to rejoice about. Okay, Jesus' number one focus when he was upon the earth was to seek and to save those which was lost. So he said, that's what you should, you, you know you saved when you, and you know you're born again when you thirst and hunger for righteousness and doing the work of God in the earth. Okay? Jesus' only mindset, his mindset was only to do the will of the Father. And that has to be our mindset. That's what we rejoice in. Because if you, talk, if you look, uh, look at Matthew, the seventh chapter, Around that 20th verse, there was many that was coming to Jesus and said, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. But Jesus said, Jesus spoke back to him and said, who are you? I don't even know you. I didn't even authorize you to do those works you said you did. See, so you got to it's about a knowing God and being known by God. And the works that he, we, he does through us. We don't get caught up in that and start doing things on our own accord to bring glory to ourselves, to rejoice in those and the power that he gives us. And, and but but we ought to rejoice in him. And Jesus, he only exercises the power to set people free so they could be reconciled back to God. <laughs> 
It wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't do anything for show. Because there was many times the Pharisees or would try to tempt him. Prove who you are, prove this and do this. Even the enemy in the beginning, Satan, when he, when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness, he said, If you are the Son of God, son of, do this, do that, turn that bread into stone, the stone into bread. You know, you know, jump off of this to prove the hide the temple, jump off this to prove. Angels will catch you, you know, but Jesus, uh -uh. you don't rejoice in the power that's given unto you for, for your own selfish gain and your own and using, using it for you. But we rejoice, he said, he, number one, I want you to rejoice that you are rightly connected to me through Christ Jesus and rejoice because your name is written in the book of life so that you know that you're going to be with God and God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit after this life. You're going to be spend eternity with him in the new heaven and the new earth. Okay, that's what he wants us, that's what, that's the mindset he wants to have, to rejoice in him and be led by his spirit to do but to live the good news, spread the good news. And if he use us to do signs and wonders, great. But don't get caught up in thinking that's all it's about. Okay. Uh, it says here, the joy of the Lord is, one, abiding in his Father's love. Okay. Knowing that God the Father loves you personally and unconditionally. You got to always know that. Two, a joy of, of a hallowed friendship, a holy friendship, a righteous friendship with God. Abraham was considered a friend of God. God called us his friend. So we, 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 we should prioritize his relationship with him as number one. Okay? Enjoying that relationship. They said in his what presence is the fullness of joy. <laughs> and in his right hands are pleasures forevermore. He says, and number three, a joy of glorifying God. We have a joy that glorifies God. That's what our number one focus, glorifying God, not bringing attention to ourselves, but always giving God the glory. Four, the joy of Jesus is a joy that remains, remains and remains on full. Okay. There's no room for any more or other type of joy. Okay. What I mean by that is, right, you don't, you don't set your affection on anything else. Uh, Christ is the most important, okay, in our lives. We we enjoy life with Him, you know. We when we if we athlete, we like playing sports. We like doing whatever we like doing. We're doing it, and then we're enjoying Christ with Him. With with uh, we, He's joined. We're enjoying life with Him. Whatever we do, we enjoy it with Him. It's not apart from Him, okay. So there's no room for any more or other types of joy. Nothing else produces gives us joy, more joy than joy and having joy in the and being in the presence of God. There's no room for sorrow. Okay, God doesn't want us walking around with doom and gloom, as we talked about earlier. We ought to be a people, a happy people, a joyous people. Okay. He says the pleasures of this world lose all their former charm. Things I used to do prior to me submitting and committing, I just I just didn't have no love for it no more. All I wanted to do was, was, was spend time with God. When he called me and set me free, I tell you, all I wanted to do was spend time with him and learn, sit at his feet and learn from him. And it was just a, it's a, it was just a beautiful time being, being in his presence, learning from him, him teaching me and developing me. OK, and, and I had no desire for the old life. 
for the old things that I used to do get caught. I was caught up in, you know, the drinking, the partying, and, and all that drugging. You know, that, that just didn't have any fun. It wasn't any fun. It wasn't something I desired anymore. God cleansed me and and, and, and and restored me and renewed me, transformed me, and set me truly free from from that lifestyle. And I thank Him for that. And that's what you know. That that's and and that's what when you're doing the, when you're enjoying life with the joy of the Lord, and, and it produces more joy. <laughs> I mean. I I I I I, told I, I got mad. <laughs> I was like I was upset because when I was committed at the age of twenty eight to the Lord and began to live this good life, and experience this good life, I was like, man, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> I wasted a lot of time, you know, wasted a lot of money, and and committed a lot of foolishness, participated in a lot of foolishness, you know. And I tell you. When this this joy, they're living a a good life, a joyous life, a holy life, a righteous life. It's it's man, it's it's amazing. I just love the life that God has given me in Christ, Christ Jesus. And I encourage you to let nothing else bring you joy uh, outside of Christ, because <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this joy is something else. It is something else. So the pleasures of this world. They lose their former charm. Look at um this example here, and this is um Moses in in Hebrews eleven chapter, and you look at that twenty fourth to the twenty sixth verse. How Moses, you know, you know how Moses was was saved and protected, and was raised up in in the Egyptian household in, in royalty, but God God had His hand on his life and had a call. And a purpose for Moses, right, to deliver the Israelite people. So doing this, it says here in the 11th chapter, in this 20, start with the 24th verse, it says, it was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Okay, so I was saying, we, as we're about to get ready to close out, as I was saying, the pleasures of, the Lord, of, of this world, they begin to lose their former lust and charm. As I know it happened in my life. All I wanted was to rejoice in the presence of the Lord. I was wanted to sit at his feet and learn from him. That's what happens when you're born again. You truly are enlightened and God will set you free. He will set you free. I have I had that Jesus encounter where it truly he set me free. And I was never, never went back to the drug and to the partying and living that lifestyle that brought me physical pleasure. But not, you know, not the joy, joyous pleasure that that life led was leading to destruction. It was destroying me. So I thank God when he, when he set me free. I didn't care for the pleasures of the, of the world no more. I care strictly to have pleasure and joy in the word of God and the presence in the relationship with him. OK, so he, he was about to was about to look at Moses here in the 11th chapter of um, Hebrews in that 24th voice. Moses had the same mindset. He said here. Uh, says here about Moses, it was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. Okay. And that's how we got to understand when we have a new perspective of God's perspective of, of life. We had that same perspective as Moses had and we had the same perspective of Christ as, as Paul had. Because Christ, 
Paul's mindset was to live as Christ and to die as gain. Living a life for Christ is what it's all about now. Enjoying life his way in him. Okay. And this is the mindset on um as we get ready to close out. This is the mindset that Jesus had in Hebrews, the 12th chapter. I love it here. Um, he says here, the 12th chapter, beginning with um that second verse, it says, it says, um, uh, I'm gonna read from, from that first verse too. Yeah. Ah, uh, here no, let's go to the third verse, Hebrews 12, 3. This time about Jesus, how he was able to endure the cross. He says, because of the joy, see the joy of the Lord, Jesus was able to endure. He said, because of the joy awaiting him, he knew what he he knew what he after he went to the cross, he knew it was gonna cover the sins of man. He knew that what he did was gonna reunite us, reconcile us back to God. Okay. So that was that that knowing that empowered him, that joy empowered him and strengthened him to complete and accomplish what God had called him to accomplish for us. He says, because of that, because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Okay. Now he is now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Okay. All right. So that's the mindset we got to have. Only doing God's will is what gives us joy. As God is pleased with us, is pleased with Christ. God is pleased with us because we are in Christ and we have the same nature and the mindset of Christ to, to, to please God and enjoy doing his will and enjoy a relationship, a relationship with him first and foremost. OK, and so we, 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 we let the past, we let the pleasures of this world subside. And we learn how to enjoy life richly in God because he said, I've come to give you life in it more abundantly. I came to give you life that you can enjoy it to the full. OK, in him. All right. Um, and one other scripture I want to close out with here is. I'll talk about here is John, first John. The second chapter and look at the 15 to the 17th verse. says, do, do not love this world. He says, do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not love the you do not You do not love the father. You're not expressing your love for the father. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. OK, these are not from the father, but are from the world. OK. And and he said, this world is fading. Okay, those ple those pleasures you think you you're enjoying life that way, it's it's fading, it's fading, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So eternal life, a good life, abundant life, a new life, a good life, a rich life is only can be had and enjoyed that will better your life is only in Christ. OK, only be, by being in Christ and having your affection set in, 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 on him and his his in the will of God being done and expressed in your life and the joy of the Lord being your strength in your in your and having your affection, should I say, set on him and completely upon him. OK, it, it's the only way that you truly and richly can enjoy life the righteous way. All right. So we'll close it out there. 
for this episode this evening. And then we'll pick back up on our next episode, continue to talk about the joy of the Lord. Okay. And so we thank you. I thank you all for joining in, tuning in tonight. I hope you're, you've been blessed and continue to let this word abide in you and you abide in it so that it can produce the joy of the Lord in your life. And until we meet again, family, continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Love you. Thank you.